0: Such a shitty movie, I watched 10 minutes and shut it off. Alright, let's move on.
1: <laughs> Welcome to episode 118, this episode of the scene we talk about Electronic Cinderblock, Ryan Reynolds is charming, and if giving season is upon us. I'm Al Flores.
0: And I'm Anton Duong. How's uh, your week and a half been? Uh, Week and a half. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happened uh, that we're going to be talking about on this episode. And, you know, I I guess we're trying out this new format where we're waiting every single two weeks to record. Because it seems like we have so much to talk about and it's always uh better to have something that is jam-packed like what we've been doing.
1: Right. Instead of trying
0: to force feed something. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh yeah, week week and a half, two weeks, just depends on our schedules. Mm-hmm. Um I, I think ideally week and a half, but two weeks. Yeah. No more than two weeks.
0: Yeah. So uh it seems last week you did a gift exchange with your uh buddies. Uh how did that go?
1: It was good. Uh, there were some gifts I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. Um I got gears of war Five. Ooh. Oh wow okay this this one i wasn't expecting because it wasn't on my list yeah uh the second volume of pokemon adventures the manga oh uh, the manga <laughs> yeah okay uh and this other one that i was really hoping to get and i did uh bob iger's uh, the right of a life
0: it's a good book dude i have a copy too
1: yeah <laughs> yeah um so well that sucks so <laughs> i sent you a copy for christmas but you can re-gift it or whatever but uh it was a it was it was a last minute throw-in that i did as i was reading the book Mm -hmm. i was like oh anton will love this i gotta i gotta throw it in Mm -hmm. um and it was just in a prologue Mm -hmm. and i don't know if you remember the prologue but it really sets the tone for the book because i wasn't expecting to go that way go that way Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be cheesy. I thought about he was going to be really um, kind of kissing up to the company itself and just kind of seeing, like, it's really hard running a company. But he took it a different direction.
0: Um, do you remember what the prologue was? Uh, no, I read the prologue. Uh, there was a lot of stuff that he said in the book that I felt like it really stood out because, I mean, he's running a company that isn't like a whole lot of other people running. It. It's everything. Yeah. It's everything. Uh-huh. Yeah
1: um so the <clears throat> to refresh your memory, the prologue is uh the days before the opening of shanghai disney oh yeah yeah okay yeah yeah i know yeah yeah, yeah, what yeah. About. uh mm-hmm. remember the whole motto was like he wants to be authentically disney mm-hmm. distinctly chinese mm-hmm. uh the park is was going to be 696 uh 693 acres which is 11 times bigger than disneyland so huge dude. um it's a 6 billion dollar $6 billion construction. So this was going to be his going away like project. This is something that he's been working on for a decade yep. and it's like this is what I'm going to retire on. Mm-hmm. Uh the week no, the weekend before the the park open or the VIP uh preview night, the shooting at Pulse nightclub happened.
0: Yes, And a week later. And
1: yeah, well, not even a week later. So it was the, so for random people the, this is a shooting that happened in Orlando in 2016. Uh 50 people were dead, 50 more were injured uh he was talking about how the head of security who's with him in shanghai had to uh he, he had like a network of ways to check you know if was anybody was any any cast member in the park uh involved in the shooting either victim yes. or otherwise or know somebody yeah, it's
0: crazy because julie used to work with that person too yeah um, they, they, were, they were in the same uh vicinity because uh they were working at Tomorrowland. yeah,
1: yeah. And I thought that was really impressive, dude. Like it's a comp, it's a massive company Mm -hmm. to be able to keep track of all your employees during their personal time and also cross reference the suspect, which the head of security did check the log about like, you know, once they release the name of the shooter, has does this person have any connection with Disney? Which, I mean, uh, one nightmare for, for a CEO would be, oh, crap, the mass shooter was one of my employees whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when he kind of re- like revealed that, oh, the mass shooter was going to Disney for months before the shooting. And then the night of the shooting, he went to the House of Blues in downtown or Disney Springs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was there that night with a a semi-automatic rifle, semi-automatic pistol, in a baby stroller covered with a baby blanket. He paced around, and then last second he walked away and went back to his car and didn't do
0: shooting there. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Okay, because of House of Blues on how how high securely that they make sure that uh, the people that go into the 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 concert or whatever they're having that night. They mm-hmm. would have to go through like multiple screenings before they even get to the door. And right. I I've been to House of Blues many times before uh here at the uh, Disney Springs. And uh even before the whole shooting, it was really hard mm-hmm. to get into the the House of Blues. Uh especially if there's a concert, the the whole line ha- is wrapped around all the way uh to where the well, I, I can call it the lake. Well, where the lake is. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, the only way to get in is to go all the way around into that side where the lake is. And then you have to go through like uh, this uh, whole barrier until mm-hmm. you get to the, 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 the area where they scan you and they, they make sure that you're not bringing anything so, in. Yeah, And, and th- that was to get to downtown? No, that was just um, for the park for uh, house of blues only
1: okay yeah um because i I know shortly after this they they changed the security in downtown here in anaheim Mm -hmm. uh they pushed the line back from pretty much where the where the ticket box or box office is for the parks Mm -hmm. and pushed it back to the parking structure or the parking lot of downtown disney which always kind of shocked me that it wasn't like that before because i'm like i'll tell my my co-worker my friend juliet um like if somebody wanted to do damage, they don't have to go into the parks. This is a lot of crowd, especially during the holidays. Yeah. It's literally shoulder to shoulder.
0: Okay, so at, at Downtown Disney, for example, compared to what <coughs> we have here, um, do they mm-hmm. have a security checkpoint uh, where ESP, ESPN Zone is? Well, yeah, that's what they
1: yeah, yeah, but, th- but they did push it back now. So pretty much you can't walk onto the downtown Disney anymore without going through the checkpoint. That's
0: interesting because the there's no checkpoint here at really? the Springs. So the only checkpoint mm-hmm. that they have is for the concert itself at House of Blues. Um but I'll tell you what, the security here is mm-hmm. top notch. At oh. every single entrance, there's always like at least five or six uh security. Oh
1: no, I, I, I'm impressed. This is one reason I, I kind of took notes on this, mm. on the, just on the prologue yeah. of this book, because he, you kind of have to read between the lines too. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can keep track of employees; you have like a call tree or whatever. Uh, but I mean, okay, so they were able to identify the shooter. Uh, how many times he visited the park from the name when it was released? But people don't always use their credit card when they're buying tickets; they use cash. They use. A, and then also they used, uh, they, they found him on security cameras at night of the shooting, which means they have some sort of facial recognition. I'm assuming similar to what they do in Vegas casinos. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, that's something that he doesn't full on go out on, but it's like, he points it out. Uh, so yeah. So the, I mean, that story he ends with like telling how, uh, he kind of, it, it, the world kind of collapsed around him when he realized how close it came to the, you know, the shooting happening in Orlando or mm-hmm. in well in Disney world. Mm-hmm. The only thing that stopped it was there was extra security that night at House of Blues because it was a heavy metal band performing.
2: Mm,
1: yep. That, so, so they said, like, the police two years later released the guy's phone information that showed, um, after he left Disney, he paint, he did a Google search for Orlando nightclubs, went to the first one on the search list. It was, there's a lot of construction around that area. There's a lot of like cops around. So he went to the second one, which happened to be the Pulse nightclub. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so he's he's talking about how he he tracks his employees. So he says, like, there's over 200,000 employees worldwide that work for Disney one way or another. Uh, So plane crash, hurricane, wildfire, any of those happen. Chances are somebody in the company is either impacted or knows somebody that was impacted by it. Mm -hmm. Um, He cites the Paris attacks, the Vegas shootings, um, and that, yeah, that that two people, two part-time cast members were killed in the Pulse nightclub. Yeah. Yeah. And also
0: like a week later, uh a kid died at the yeah. Disney property. That's
1: that's the thing. So he so it uh and I forgot I don't know what my notes didn't say but yeah, that was the other part. Mm-hmm. Uh that was probably Sunday or Sunday or Monday, I forgot what the date was. Mm-hmm. That the he got notified oh, Sunday probably. Yeah. That he got a notification about the pulse and shooting. he's
0: about to <laughs> go on stage for uh yeah. the the opening of uh Disney Shanghai.
1: It's yeah crazy. yeah so he's so he's preparing for all that stuff and then he says like yeah two days go by like he's been getting periodic reports about the pulse nightclub mm-hmm. shooting uh more information about the shooter about their security blah blah blah." and then uh he's giving a private tour of shanghai disney to uh some chinese investors to some of his family and to uh george lucas mm-hmm. and uh his head of security comes up to him and says i need to talk to you in private mm-hmm. and bob is like okay guess most people with the pulse nightclub shooting sure i'll be right back and that's when they tell him about there was a boy that was attacked by an alligator in the one of the, at one of the resort hotels. Yeah, I didn't, crazy. dude. I, I didn't realize it. It was like the same couple days.
0: Yeah, it's it's a week apart. I, it's one of yeah. the worst uh, weeks in the history of of um, so many crazy attacks that happened in Orlando. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, I I said it to my wife during that week. I was like, man, this is probably one of the worst times for people living in Orlando to get all these horrible news.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, dude. It was so much stuff happening at once. And mm-hmm. yeah, I you can tell even just his writing, you can tell he was like really like as a father, he was traumatized by the fact that a family from out of state came to his park. Yeah. I, they thought they're in the safest place and then that happens. Yeah.
0: I'm glad you brought this up uh I I mean <coughs> I've been reading the book, but um I, I didn't really want to talk about it yet because uh I, I want to finish it before I do that. But yeah, yeah. It, it brings a lot of attention to a lot of the stuff that he had to take care of, especially as a, a CEO of a company that's so big. Mm. How do you handle something like that, you know? And uh, yeah, for him to open up, you know, his heart and mind. Uh, I guess this book was kind of his, like you said, his retirement um where he's done he doesn't have to do anything anymore but i think because of all the responsibility that that he just recently uh purchased like fox um there's really no time for him to retire yet there's still so much more that he needs to do until he can you know um leave the company
1: as somebody that works with like a lot of like projects like issue management stuff like that um he just has to pick a moment mm-hmm. he's n- it's never going to end there's always going to be something that happens uh some of which we'll we'll go into in the news section but it's it's never going to end he has to really just pick a moment and just kind of pull pull the ripcord and you know just yeah step away
0: yeah all right let's um, end this on a good note when are we going to uh, on, disney Shanghai? <laughs> <laughs> i don't know I, I, i've kind of spoken a lot about china recently so i don't know if i'll be
1: allowed in uh one other thing too Mo mm-hmm. Oh yeah, nice! You got one of those. Where'd you get those? <laughs> uh, it was this weird FedEx box or no USPS box yeah. that right at my doorstep. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. like it though. I like the embroidery. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. It's solid. It's very solid. Um. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you one of those people that keep the sticker on, or are you take it off? Uh,
1: I I, st- I take it off. Mm-hmm. I just haven't been able to. Uh, once I take it out in public, I will. Mm-hmm. But right now, it just looks nice with it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, you know, it's new. I I mock the people that keep the sticker on, so it just you know, yeah. my the inner me, the 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 the, the inner smart SME in me just can't leave the sticker on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, the other thing I've did I've done since um the last time we spoke is me and my girlfriend we finally finished uh the the Star Wars movies. Oh nice. We finished okay. the the all the first two trilogies, and caught up with uh uh The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And then she also wanted to get into Solo and um uh I Rogue one. it called? Rogue One. Mm-hmm. I was like something one. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah dude she she's hooked on it and she can't wait till so she was able to week. watch
0: uh, uh solo and uh Rogue One <clears throat> right yeah yeah so okay I already got your input on uh solo she she liked it. Um mm-hmm. what about the second one that you saw, which is Rogue One? How did she take that one?
1: She was a bit frustrated at the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, that like, you know, cause she's saying like, they die. I'm all, yeah. I'm like, if, if you remember the first one, uh, Princess Leia, when talking to Han Solo, when, so when Han was trying to leave, saying that he's done his part. He's not, this isn't his fight. She says a lot of good, good people died to get these plans. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, these are the people. Like, yep. they, they, they put it, they put a face and, you know, stuff like that. Like, a face and, and, and connection uh to the nameless characters that was referenced in an older movie mm-hmm. uh, but she liked it though she 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 liked it because it also showed the jedi uh as a religion mm-hmm. which they kind of they kind of talk about in other movies saying that Je- the jedi is a religion yeah Hopefully. but all you really know is the jedi knights mm-hmm. True. yeah
0: yeah that's really cool that she was able to see all that uh <laughs> kind of excited to see what she would think about the the, the new movie coming out this week too Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, other than that, uh, there is also something that I checked out that is Star Wars related. And uh, <laughs> I-, I told you about this already, but um, I'll refresh you. Okay. So, in an early morning, five o'clock, long, 5 o'clock in the morning.
1: In a place long, long ago. Yeah. Or a place far, far away. Yeah. In a okay. place
0: far, far away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in the planet of Batu. So, uh-huh. uh, yeah, 5 a.m. rolls around, wake up. Uh, get to Hollywood Studios, where Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is. And mm-hmm. I got there around like 6.30. Mm-hmm. Um, got into the park by 7. So the interesting thing about this is, if you want to get onto this ride, Rise of the Resistance, it is very hard to get onto it. And I'll tell you why. You have to wake up really early, and you have to get into the park, go onto your phone, and use their app to join a boarding group. So as soon as you board uh, a group, they give you a number and they tell you mm-hmm. when to come back, but they don't give you an estimated time. They just give you a number and then they just call accordingly. So uh, when I got in, I got wait,
1: wait, so so you have to be you just have to be available.
0: You have to be yeah. If you you just have to be available. And the thing is that they don't guarantee you to uh, be able to get on.
1: Oh, that's like my nightmare when it comes to planning stuff because I'm very yeah. I need to I need to schedule myself. Yeah. I need to have a time slot.
0: So from what I've been doing research for the past couple of days before I actually went and do this is that um, the day before it only broke down once, mm-hmm. which I'm going. Oh, okay, that's good. You know that that's a good sign. It means that they're able to you know get things together and they're able to uh, make it more consistent. <clears throat> so I got group fifty four. Uh, which I looked at the day before Group 54 was able to get in around 11 o'clock. Okay, which that's fine. smart. I'll, I'll, yeah. I like that you compare the days
1: because yeah. if they move at a steady pace, they're going to get around at the same time. Yeah, which is okay. fine.
0: Yeah. Perfectly fine. Love it. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's, it looks like it's working out. So uh went ahead and uh, got some breakfast at Ronto's Roast, which is a, a sausage, uh, kind of like a pita bread thing um, with eggs. So, I had that, went on Star Tours, uh, went on Smuggler's Run, and um, that's when 11 o'clock rolls around, which is good. I mean, uh, the mm-hmm. timing's almost there. So, I checked my app, and they're stuck at group 27 for like oh, the okay. last like hour. What time was that? Uh, that was around like 10.30, almost 11.
1: Okay, so they're not even halfway to it yet, and they're way like an hour away from the time that you thought you were going to get on. Yes
0: okay so anyways i'm like all right whatever that's fine i'll go ahead and do something else walk around yeah so i started playing this thing called uh disney play and what it is is uh you go around the park uh mm-hmm. in that land and there's like little uh things that you can scan which is kind of cool okay. like uh, so it's, a little sc- little scavenger hunt yeah a little scavenger hunt that you can use on your phone uh and there's also blue bluetooth um uh, hot hot areas where you go okay. there and it senses that there's something in the area and it tells you uh, more things about whatever it is and you can use the camera to like uh, translate some of the the languages like uh, Arabic to English. Um, mm-hmm. so I really like this whole app thing, but I mean it drains the battery like no other.
1: So it's like it's like generation one of Pokemon Go. Yeah,
0: exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really cool. Other than that, uh, yeah, I was just trying to kill time. So, one o'clock rolls around, and I'm still not on a ride yet. Uh, that uh, I think they were at fifty, mm-hmm. boarding group fifty. So I was like, "All right, so uh, it's four groups away. I'll just stand in front of the the entrance and just wait it out." Yeah. An hour goes by. It's two o'clock. Finally, my turn to get on.
1: So. <laughs> so they're going at a they're going at about a pace fifteen minutes per boarding group. Then.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. if if, it, if there's no like uh breakdowns i would say that it's like every five minutes uh five minutes oh, okay. that go by it's a, a new group that gets in well
1: so they're still kind of beta testing the time that would take for them to get their groups too. yeah yeah Th- that's what that's what that's what they're giving you an eta they're kind of just giving you a number and yeah they'll probably have the data to compare okay
0: yeah so two o'clock rolls by i'm in uh the line for the ride
1: <laughs> you waited in a virtual queue Uh to wait in a real physical line yeah
0: (laughs) i'm like all right this this is really killing me all right whatever and from what i've uh researched the line only takes about half an hour which is fine okay yeah one hour rolls around your phone dies no (laughs) one hour rolls around it's three o'clock uh I'm still in the line um, and the ride broke down like I think it's that was the second time it broke down since Uh I've waited. Oh, yeah. So uh, good thing is they had Ray enter the line to take pictures with people and talk to people so then they can, you know, kind of uh, compensate for people waiting. Uh, They also gave out free Dasani bottles, which is good. Keep hydrated. Um, oh really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then they also gave uh cookies, fresh, fresh baked cookies. Were they shaped like Bicky? No, they weren't. They were oh. they were like weirdly shaped because I guess the person that baked the <laughs> yeah, cookies you, was just like slamming it on the cooking
1: sheet. <laughs> I'll, I'll say you probably got like the the disfigured ones that they couldn't sell. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> probably that's what it was. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, after they call out Ray and she goes away, the line starts moving a little bit. And damn it, the line stops again because the ride breaks down again. So this is the third time around. So I had to wait another hour.
1: Would you rather the line break down as you're waiting in line or as you're on the ride and ruining your experience of the
0: ride itself? I'd rather be outside, period. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, Yeah. I'd rather be outside, period. I wouldn't want to go on the ride and have that happen. But I did hear about, you know, some people that were in the line. Uh, they got a, a pass earlier that day because uh, the the ride also shut down on them and they had to evacuate. They were only on the ride for 45 seconds and then the ride stopped. Everybody had to evacuate.
2: That's frustrating. Yeah.
0: And even though they went back on, on the on the ride again, but instead they're still stuck in the line where I am. All right, so okay. anyways, <laughs> ride breaks down again. Uh this time Bray does not come into the line, but Chewie comes into the line. Which is kind of cool. <laughs> big hairy ball guy and uh he's big dude going through like very narrow hallways that people are in. Uh-huh. Uh I I don't think that was a good idea, but I mean it's kind of cool that, you know, Chewie's there. Do they have the height right? Yeah, dude, he's freaking huge. He's mm-hmm. he's tall. <laughs> uh yeah, so anyways, Finally got to ride the, the, the ride after so freaking long uh, of a wait. It's totally freaking worth it, dude. This ride is so <laughs> crazy good. Um, It's something. You're like it's something. You're, you're like, it was all right. <laughs> okay, so imagine this. Like, when you're a little kid, let's say there's a, a cardboard box, right? You imagine mm-hmm. that you, you, you climb into it, you close the um, the lids... And you're like thinking that you're flying to some place. And then as soon as you open the, the, the box, you're in some other place. Is What you always wanted. This is that feeling. Like hmm. you go on this ship, very beginning of this, uh, the, the ride. It's basically three different rides. Uh, the first ride that you go on, it, it felt like an elevator ride, but it doesn't really feel like an elevator ride anymore. It feels like you're actually on a ship flying somewhere else. And then as the doors open, you're somewhere else hmm. and you're totally immersed in this world where all the people that were working there, they're full on character. Like they act like they're so, actual imperial uh, officers trying to get you into the the holding cells.
1: So it's a, it's a little Haunted Mansion inspired.
2: Yeah,
0: I'd say so. Mm. Yeah. Okay. It's a combination mm. of everything on this ride. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I don't want to say too much. I want you to experience it for yourself. Uh, And then, whenever you have a chance to ride it, we'll talk more about it because this is more about how you um, experience it the first time. And all I have to say is this is wow. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything else that can top this ride, really.
1: All right, well, we'll talk about scheduling uh, next time we play Overwatch or something. Mm -hmm. All right, Anton. Uh, So, that was our week updates. Uh, Ready to go into news?
0: Yeah, let's get into news.
1: All right, and for the first bit of news here, Microsoft announced, or actually gave gave a trailer for their Xbox Series X, which is going to be their next generation game console coming out uh, winter of 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, they announced it, they released a trailer for, at the at the Game Awards in Los Angeles over the weekend.
0: It was so unexpected, and too, which is crazy.
1: I... I Cause they have their own uh, gaming uh, uh, like conference. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, so I was expecting it to be there, but yeah, I was, I was uh, on I was on Twitter looking at the highlights for the Game Awards. I was watching and it
0: live, and I was like, "Wait, what?"
1: <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Dude, I, I'll, I'll give you I, first of all. I was going say I'll give you the floor, but I want to say I do love the trailer that they made for it. That mm-hmm. was very epic. But what do you think about the console itself or the trailer itself?
0: I can just build myself a, a, a Xbox. <laughs> okay, I get it.
1: You're a PC gamer at heart. I get it. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think I, that's gonna to fit
0: say, where where I put my Xbox now. <laughs> that, that,
1: that, and that was my thought. Uh-huh. And this is and this is a uh, something I I commented on Twitter is they freaking made a cinder Block. Yeah, I I've been an Xbox fan for a long time, mm-hmm. but. It's, it's awkward because it's a virtual box. I mean, a virtual box. It's a, it's a vertical box that's like the size of a freaking speaker. Like, I don't know. It's, it's big though.
2: Yeah. It's like a subwoofer. And seems,
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. And it seems like that's like the latest trend for like electronic speakers is to make it, a, make it a cylinder, kind of like a, even Mac made a cylinder PC at some point or a computer at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm happy it's coming out next year, but come on Xbox, do better with your naming convention here.
0: <laughs> Xbox Series X. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, yeah, it's terrible. I, I guess PlayStation keeps it simple by just calling it PlayStation, PlayStation 2, 3, 4, 5. Yeah.
1: Well, I think Microsoft trying to compete with the PlayStation's naming convention mm-hmm. really screwed them up because the reason they started, they, they didn't go with Xbox 2 is because PlayStation 3 was coming out. So they wanted to have a 3 in the name, so they can't with Xbox 360. Mm hmm. And at that point, they don't want to make an Xbox Four because it makes sense. Yeah. So they made an Xbox One. <laughs> so <laughs> <Yeah>. stupid. <laughs> it's dumb, dude. It's dumb. They, they could have just named. They could have just. Never mind. Yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Marvel Television, which is responsible for shows like Ages of Shield. Uh, Jessica Jones, uh, the pretty much all the Netflix Marvel Marvel shows that uh eventually got canceled mm-hmm. is uh, shutting down, and it's actually going to be folded into Marvel Studios to be under
0: Kevin Feige. Yeah, and I heard that uh it won't be canon anymore. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, they, they want more control over it, and that's so sad. But it, it does make sense because of the direction that they're trying to go for.
1: I don't. Wait, Agents of Shield or or anything yeah, that was on, uh, on Netflix? They're, they're, really? Yeah,
0: they're 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 canning that not to be uh, canon.
1: Agents of Shield was I, I thought it made the exception because they tried so hard to incorporate the movie storyline or the cinematic storyline into that show,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I never had any conflict with it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, until the snap. But other than that, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean Jessica Jones, all the Netflix originals. I get that um wait not i get the the blip the blip well the blip and the snap (laughs) um but yeah the netflix originals i i I fear like that one could have been not necessarily canon but still its own series yeah
0: it's it's, funny uh i i saw uh a post on reddit some kid going hey tom holland should get drunk again and then call him and see if he can get that show back on like daredevil
1: (laughs) oh my god yeah I, I i can't believe that story got a resurgence yeah. just because they, just because he revealed he was drunk yeah dude i'm like it's it's evening time in 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 the uk mm-hmm. it's probably like lunchtime or whatever here in the in los angeles at that at that point so it made mm-hmm. sense yeah anyways all right uh next story here uh vfx this is one that you said that you weren't familiar with mm-hmm. um before the show recorded uh vxs uh, vfx studios is the special effects or visual special effects uh, company that was actually in charge of creating Sonic the mm, movie, the one that's mm-hmm, coming out mm-hmm. soon? Um, they did the work for. It turns out that the 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 model we got now mm-hmm. was going to be the original one, and then the studio executive said, "No, I wanted to look more realistic," so they changed it, and then they originally went back to. The, anyways, um, so they probably also, already had the
0: rendering beforehand. <laughs>
1: yeah they had the oh, sketches and all gosh. that they had the original design yeah. yeah uh but this company's also in charge uh, was in charge of the special effects for the lion king uh the live action lion king live action jungle books mm-hmm. even guardian of the galaxy
0: wow okay vx yeah they VFX did a really studio. good job with uh guardians of the galaxy because it i have saw the the oh yeah i guess it's these guys yeah I, i've seen the 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 little sample reel that they they have on YouTube. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, VF, VFX is now bankrupt.
0: What? They're shutting down.
1: Yeah. No way. And that, uh, yeah, so I was reading the story and pretty much like they were listing off all these big movies, and I'm like, how the hell did it go under? Like, it, like Sonic couldn't have done it, mm-hmm. and so like you know, like they're it's not like they lost money on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it turns out they lost money at for every movie. Like little little by little, they lost money in, in each project. And in my head, I'm like. What kind of business is that? Yeah, you have to be profiting you, like, something
0: uh, every single yeah, like, sale.
1: Yeah, like, I think the only way you don't necessarily have to make profit is if you're getting something else in return: publicity, connection, something. If you're making movies for Disney, Marvel, uh, freaking Sony, what the hell, dude! Like, <laughs> like I don't know, I don't get how they lost money on that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, so the those projects are gonna probably go to another special effects company to finish uh-huh. off the movies. But I mean, it's a it's a very big company that had lo- those hands in a lot of uh, major movies, mm-hmm. good or bad. But the effects in those movies were amazing. So it was just
0: bad management, period. probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. And
1: it's a Canadian company. I think they're I think six hundred employees. Wow. That got They'll be impacted by this. So mm-hmm. yeah, sucks. Crazy. Yeah. All right. Uh. Next one. Star Wars LGBTQ, LGBTQ character. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't talk today. Have you heard any topics around this?
0: Yeah, I heard uh, that people keep saying that Poe and uh, Finn are a thing. They don't
1: necessarily say that. That's a funny thing.
0: Yeah,
2: uh,
1: a lot of a lot of the I think there was one interview they did with JJ that they actually asked them that, but the rest of like Variety, Entertainment Weekly, all they do is uh, JJ Abrams has confirmed or hinted at a LGBTQ BT. Q character in the next star wars movie and they just put a picture of poe and uh a finn they don't say it's but, oh my, but okay first of all I, I if you saw uh solo mm-hmm. we know it's going to be lando yeah and because uh billy d willings he's coming back for to reprise his role as lando calrissian um my thought is that they're just going to make his character more not even like gay or bi just pansexual i think he's just gonna be mm-hmm. love th- robots he's into everything anything mm-hmm. that moves anything yeah. with the pulse <laughs> well it, even with the, well in case of robots not, no pulse yeah but uh I, I think yeah i think that's gonna be the character I, I think right now they're just trying to the the other media outlets are trying to focus on one of the major characters in the new trilogy. Interesting
0: enough, I saw one interview where they asked him, and he just, like, said, that's absurd, you know, like... You can think whatever, but, uh, I mean, it's why what, what well, does it even matter for them to know, it, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, and I think it was, not Variety, who was it? Well, it might have been Variety. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, th- th- his quote was more like, it was vague, and he didn't say it would be a major part of the story, mm-hmm. but that it would satisfy members of the LGBTQ community because they could see part of themselves in a character. Mm-hmm. That was it. He yeah. didn't say it was going to be a major part of the story, so uh, it just, uh, it was an annoying topic for a while.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, more Star Wars news. Uh Baby yeah. Yoda toys are surfacing. Uh it looks like a lot of the toys won't be coming out until like probably February, March,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. the spring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the thing. Like uh I saw the the headline for this one it says uh Baby Yoda toys hitting shelves just in time for Spring
0: 2020.
1: <laughs> um yeah. yeah, I think that even like the Pop Funkos the, the waiting time is anywhere from May to June. Mm-hmm. Did you pre-order? <laughs> no, I haven't. Yeah. I was just kind of like, that was just one of the examples. I'm like, geez, that's such a long waiting time.
0: It's funny how they don't have the actual mock-up yet. It's just the rendering of what it would look like.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's true. Because mm-hmm. uh, I get some of these. I mean, they can't really start manufacturing the toys without, you know, giving a model mm-hmm. or something to a third-party manufacturer to make it. And then you got to hope that nobody in that company spills the beans.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: All right, so we're getting
0: a double feature in 2021. (laughs) well, Keanu. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, did you look up these dates yet? Yeah, I looked up these dates. Uh, So far, it looks like it is the exact same date, Uh, but I have a feeling they might move it because, uh, I mean, having double feature with Keanu Reeves is a little too much.
1: Yeah, that's. I was checking this before we start recording. That's Mm -hmm. one thing I wanted to confirm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it looks like uh, the John Wick moved to uh, May. Makes sense. It makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people love John Wick, but I think the Matrix would win that battle. Yeah, and even if, even if it doesn't win, there's no winners there because they'd be split down the middle. Yeah. Um, So yeah, we're looking at Matrix right now, Mm -hmm. (laughs) as of uh, December fifteenth. We're looking at Matrix March fifth, twenty twenty one and uh John Wick chapter 4 May 21st 2021 so it looks like they split them up but they're kind of flip-flopping there for a little yeah,
0: bit this movie better be freaking good <laughs> uh, yeah the keanu
1: the keanu memes are going to going to keep coming why can't i talk to dude uh so space force gets funding so i don't know if you remember this anton but a couple episodes ago mm-hmm. by a couple i mean probably yes a year ago mm-hmm. we talked about donald trump wanting to make a new branch of the military called the space Force. yes and it's been kind of a running joke and even to the point where netflix has come up with a show for that starring uh the star from the office uh oh my god what's uh, the name
0: the 40 year old virgin uh steve carell steve carell yeah I'm a
1: Carol, Carol. Uh yes. With Steve Carell as one of the writers, producers, and I think he's starring in it. Uh actually the house just passed a seven hundred and thirty billion dollar military bill funding parental leave for soldiers, increased pay raises, and space force. So little kinda by exciting. little it's happening. Yeah. Little exciting. by little it's happening. Yeah. Um I, I know people think it's kind of a joke, but at, you know, as things start moving more to space, private companies start having, you know. Elon Musk keeps shooting stuff up there. Other countries are shooting stuff up there. We're gonna need a quick response team, and uh, I'm kind of kind of curious. I see how it's gonna involve.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of uh, interesting stuff coming our way. Uh, uh, more contracts. Yep, more contracts. Yeah. Did you see like how SpaceX recently shot those? Uh, I think fifty or sixty satellites up there and deployed all of them.
1: Oh yeah, I saw some of the videos. That's crazy, uh, dude. Cause I mean, in the past, uh,
0: every time they wanted to put up a, a, a satellite, it would just be one satellite. But shooting mm-hmm. like a oh, sh- shit ton of them is crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah it was like a, it was like the what's it called Roman 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 candles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It, it, regardless of how you feel about Tesla, SpaceX, whatever, follow Elon Musk on Twitter. Mm-hmm. That guy will share everything, his successes and failures, and they are just equally
0: amazing. Mm-hmm. Hey, All if right, it, uh, if it fails have fun with the fail i mean it's
1: well it's, look what we talked about last episode with the, with the tesla car yeah. he says <laughs> he says i did it for the memes mm-hmm. uh all right so the last news story here is shazam uh shazam. we have confirmation that we're getting the shazam 2 mm-hmm. coming spring of 2022 so quite a ways away i'm assuming this one's gonna be take place later and like later on a couple years afterwards um maybe with shazam's been more experienced with his powers Mm-hmm. Because the kids
0: to are a lot older, the kids are yeah uh, exactly a little more grown up. Because it seems like a lot of the kids are still uh too young to be mature enough to you know.
1: Because in the I'm trying to remember in the movie were they junior high or high school? they were like junior high, right?
0: I think it was like a or like freshman high school. No, no, it was like a, a elementary school slash really? uh middle school because like okay. all the
1: kids went to the same school. Oh, that's true. They had they had the whole big age range there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I. I kind of feel that like this is gonna be maybe Shazam goes to college. <laughs> <laughs> At that point. Yeah. Um. Because we're gonna have to explain why some of the characters grew up. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh. And that was it for news. Anton, you ready to get into our next segment?
0: Yeah. Kind of excited. <laughs> All right. Let's go to streaming. Streaming time. All right,
1: Anton, take it away.
0: All right, six underground. Such a shitty movie. I watched ten minutes and shut it off. All right, let's move on.
1: <laughs> okay, I gotta be honest. I kind of want to take this movie out just because it was so cheap. The trailer was so cheesy. Uh-huh. This is when you're dead. Not, that's the most for you. You are so why not be dead while alive? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm used to Ryan Reynolds talking like that, but usually he says it sarcastically. This time in this movie, he looks serious. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's so bad. I don't want to talk about it. It's so, uh, so a waste of my time.
1: Uh, quick synopsis. Uh, just from what I remember, a uh, couple, couple of people are assumed dead, and they use that to their advantage to uh, get the person that tried to kill them, mm-hmm. get their revenge. And I, I'll leave it there, because that's all I know from that, because I haven't watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not worth your time. Yeah, right. Watch, watch. It, you can probably waste 10 minutes of your time just watching the first part of the movie, and you'd be like, this is so dumb. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm shutting I'll, this off. I'll
1: probably, I'll probably just watch the, the, <laughs> you no, know, you know what movie is dumb? This isn't our list, but me and my girlfriend watched this yesterday. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Crawl. I really thought Crawl was any better because I got the, re- I saw the reviews oh. like, like a couple months ago or years ago or a year ago. Yeah. Last year, right? Mm-hmm. Last, last winter. Um, oh, well, summer. Anyway, so it was got good reviews. Everything's better than expected. There was actually some awards it was being considered for god damn most frustrated movie ever dude <laughs> stupidest thing ever Just, people getting bitten by crocodiles left and right that at that point my like, dude, one bite you should be bleeding out yeah people were still being full on like full uh running on adrenaline limb snapped off
0: still fine yeah uh, <laughs> that's entertainment for you <laughs> <laughs> so bad dude. yeah um, All right, so we got another. <laughs>
1: Hold on, I just remember another piece. Okay, because <laughs> before that, my my girlfriend's like, I chose, I chose three movies. I forgot what the third one was. She's like, and the other ones is Crawl or Dora and the Lost City of Gold. And I was like, no, Dora's gonna be stupid. We're gonna be laughing the entire time. Same thing happened with Crawl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. Sorry. Wait, did you guys even enjoy Dora?
1: <laughs> no, we didn't watch it. Oh, she was giving me any option which one we wanted to watch, and I was like, instead. no. No, I was like, I don't want to watch Dora because I we'll won't be too busy laughing at how stupid it is. And that's exactly what happened with Crawl.
0: We ended up laughing at how stupid it is. <clears throat> Alright. So uh The Irishman finally came onto Netflix. Mm-hmm. And uh I, I'm a big Martin Scorsese fan. I, I'm I love all the movies. Uh probably my favorite of all time would be Casino and also um The Departed. Mm-hmm. Those are my two favorite Martin Scorsese movies um yeah this is a great movie to kind of get back into that groove um if you're into any of those martin scorsese movies this is probably the movie um i'm gonna say it's way too long yeah was it was like three and a half hours yeah hours? it was three and a half hours <clears throat> when i was like at the time for for the movie i was like I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll probably check this out. Well, what time is it? Uh, it's midnight. All right, so I take a look at the time. I'm like, whoa, there's no way I'm watching this uh, in one sitting. So I watched like probably about an hour. The story is really interesting, but the pacing is really slow. Um, it's trying to build up, like, because um, I mean, this is based on a true story. So mm-hmm. kind of cool. Um, well, some of the other ones that he did in the past is based on true stories, but. Uh, this one was something different. Um, the The cast is great, not great, but amazing. Mm-hmm. You have to be really in the mood to watch this movie. <laughs> to tell the truth, and but I love this th- movie.
1: That's why I haven't touched it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard it compared a lot to Goodfellas, which I love. Goodfellas, mm-hmm. um, but it's definitely not a movie that you can just casually watch. You're mm-hmm. gonna like very. It's, it's a very intense movie. Yeah. Um. And the fact that the Irishman is three plus hours long, it's just it seems like I would need, either need to binge it or I need to take it in chunks.
0: And I'd rather watch this type of movie at the movie theater because, uh, like, I feel Uninterrupted? Like, yeah, I feel like it's it's a better experience watching it straight through without having yeah. anything interrupted.
1: Um, no, but I also heard that this is the reason the Irishman was so long to make and bring to the audiences is the runtime. He mm-hmm. didn't want to compromise on the runtime, and that's one reason he couldn't get funding to make it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, good things. I mean, uh, thing so. I mean <laughs> within a week of its release, I heard it's already being considered for a numerous amount of awards. So, yeah. uh, so
0: I mean, props. a lot of the scenes are kind of um, stretched out because you're you're capturing. Well, he's capturing all the emotions of each character. And I I think that's the reason why, like, a lot of films aren't aren't made like this anymore, like it used to. Um, Because it seems like a lot of movies nowadays is like, bam, 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 action, bam, 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 action, you know.
1: Um, I almost want to piss off Scorsese by making a trailer or some sort of video comparing this with, like, a Marvel movie. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Just to rub it in his face. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. I, I mean, I, that is going to be on my watch list. I'm I'm pretty much off from work from Christmas till uh, January first, so I'm going to mm-hmm. need something to watch.
0: Yeah, this is something like that for you. All right, so you know we kind of talked about Disney Plus how they have some of these shows. Um, we did talk about the Imagineering show that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've seen a whole lot of them. But I think the best one would be the, the last one that they had this past week because uh, it has a lot to do with uh, building the Shanghai one, uh, mm-hmm. building all of the new ones like Avatar Land, uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, it's very interesting to see all of the, the, the new stuff, uh, how it's being made and what the whole process was like. I mean, the first cu- a couple episodes was kind of slow. Because it's trying to tell us the, the history of um, how Imagineering was uh, put together. Mm-hmm. But that last episode was very, very good. Um, very emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very emotional.
1: Um, well, yeah, I didn't watch it. I think I've only mm-hmm. seen the first one so far. Mm-hmm. I, I One thing I do wish that disney plus did is they need to do a better job of grouping up their series Mm -hmm. um like forky forky ask a question they're very scattered their individual episodes they are not part of like one series Mm -hmm. um the other one is the pixar shorts Mm -hmm. they need to combine those into at least a playlist instead that's kind of scattered you have to look for the actual short that you want yeah um when that yeah like I, I I need to dive more into Disney Plus just it's kind of scattered if I don't have a goal in mind I'll yeah. lose track of it mm-hmm. yeah. that's
2: true
1: mm-hmm. all right Anton uh that's it for streaming you ready to move on to our last segment
0: yes let's get into movies sweet
1: all right Anton I probably won't have much to contribute to movies until uh the the rise of Skywalker. But, as it stands this weekend, and this is just the estimate, uh, right now at number one, we have Jumanji, the next level, with 60.1 million. Number two, Frozen 2, with 366.5 million. Number three, Knives Out, with 78.9 million. Number four, Richard Jewell, with 5 million. And number five, Black Christmas, at 4.4 million. I am surprised that uh, Frozen 2 got uh, dethroned that quickly.
0: Yeah, I mean, all the kids already watched all, them. <laughs> all the kids who liked Frozen went to see Frozen already.
1: That's true. This yeah. is fourth weekend, so yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jumanji, the first Jumanji has such a good like uh, rating and, and just fan appreciation, so I'm sure that,
0: that had helped it out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so s- what are you curious about?
1: Uh, no, I was just going to compare uh, franchise rankings. There we go. Uh, I wanted to compare the two movies to see if this was better received than the next one was. Mm-hmm. Come on. Ugh. Okay. That is that is one of the things that Juma- that uh, Box Office Mojo has made into an IMDb Pro thing. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. All right. Sorry. Go on. All right. So
0: you weren't able to see Jumanji yet, right? No. mm Are you going to see Jumanji? Uh, Eventually, yeah. I want to watch it. Dude. Uh-huh. Uh, Julie laughs so much in this movie. Like, <laughs> I've never seen her laugh so much. Dude, it's freaking good. Um, Like, you know how, like, you watch Zombieland, and then you mm-hmm. watch the the second one, and you're still like, wow, this is still good. That's what you get from this movie, too. But, I mean, it's a span of only, like, a couple years. Dude, uh, this is a really good storyline. Um, Man, I really wish you watched it, because there was something at the end of the movie that I was like, oh, I can't wait, you know? Um. <laughs> Yeah, but this movie, I I really enjoyed it. I okay. really really enjoyed it. Um, I'm I'm happy that they're able to cram more characters in this one.
1: Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I know Nick Jonas is back. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Hart the Rock. Uh, there was somebody else I saw that I was like, oh crap, they're gonna be in uh, it. Aquafina. Oh, yeah, she's gonna be in it too. Yeah. Um. I've Gotta look it up now. Eh, I'll find it later. Um, yeah, this oh, I want to see. DeVito,
0: um, and oh, uh,
1: I figured Danny DeVito's gonna be in it because there's a lot of rock and Danny DeVito memes coming out before this release. Mm-hmm.
0: And the other Donald Glover, the the old one, the old. Oh uh, yeah, Danny Danny Glover. Danny Glover, sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know it throws me off. I, I I hear Danny and I assume younger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. The first one made such how' gonna put it uh, uh adventurous jokes and I would assume they would make for a kids movie mm-hmm. uh number one being uh the the female character being trapped inside the male character's body mm-hmm. and being so excited to pee for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, like those type of jokes, like it's it's so subtle but so unexpected for this type of movie. I
0: think that's what this this uh this second one they was all about. Yeah.
1: They knew what worked and they kept doing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: uh I'm gonna give this movie a score. Uh I'm gonna say it's a four point four out of five. It's really good. It's funny. It's hilarious.
1: Nice. Uh let's see here. Okay. I'm trying to compare the domestic uh so opening weekend for the other Jumanji. <laughs> Uh, was only, wait, is that right? Dude, the first one only made 1. 1. 1.8 million opening weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Uh, That's crazy. You know, let, me, let me double check this. Cause the new, the new system is kind of weird for me. Uh, Jumanji. How did I lose it? I think I lost it here. I can't. Oh my God. I can't stand this new box office mojo.
0: <laughs> this new one's kind of weird. Uh, okay, so first weekend, first weekend made, yeah, you're right, 1.8. That's so weird. Yeah, and then the week after that is when people started going to the movie like crazy.
1: It got the good reviews, that's when the news came out. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, so this one definitely made way more money than the the first one did. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, damn it! I'm gonna have to sign up for IMDb
0: yeah. Pro. Oh, big. Uh, first opening weekend was. Oh, they opened a week early for some theaters. It was limited. Oh, theaters. that's what it was. Yeah, because uh, I remember what they did was uh, Amazon did a uh, week early thing. Yeah, the, early. yeah um, same thing they did with movie tickets early. Yeah, uh, same thing they did with Aquaman. Yeah. So official opening was uh, 36 million. Still, they doubled it this time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you, dude. I I highly recommend watching this movie. You're I'm done, love it. I'm, yeah,
1: I'm done. I got nothing against the Jumanji. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm I, I just I just hope that nobody's gonna spoil anything for you.
1: Uh, Jumanji is one of the movies that I really don't care if they spoil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's, it, I think it's this is definitely more of the ride. That's the fun part. Mm-hmm. Uh, than, than and the jokes. So yeah.
0: I'm I'm good. Oh, uh, question. Okay. How, how much of an impact did you have when you were watching the um, original Jumanji, the first one?
1: Uh emotionally or just like the movie itself. Would
0: you say that's one of your favorite movies of all time? It was it was unusual, but in a good way, I would say probably top Mm
1: twenty of my early childhood. Yeah. Not not like the best, but I I thought
0: that was way up there. Yeah. Like being a child watching that movie and having such a big impact.
1: (laughs) Although I will say the special effects did not age well. The rhinos looked terrible. The rhinos looked terrible um the monkey boy looked terrible in some scenes where he wasn't in this full makeup mm-hmm.
0: um for during that time when
1: we during were first time watching it looked great. It was like whoa yeah mm-hmm. during that time it was great the little mm-hmm. rhino run right at the end of the stampede that yeah. was that was amazing mm-hmm. uh other than that like watching it again like in my i think late teens or early 20s um the vine moving the the shitty puppeteering for the plant, mm-hmm. um, the just the monkeys looks non-textured, really weird, <laughs> uh, with different lighting than the rest of the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's crazy that they doubled. Uh, I'm I'm really happy that they did though. All right. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, real quick on Frozen, I saw that if you're a Frozen fan, you'll like it. Um, music's good. <laughs> a story's a I lot have- more darker this time.
1: That's what I heard. I heard it's more a uh, adult themed. Very. Mm-hmm. Um, and there isn't a a, a song that kind of stole the show like there wasn't the first one with "Let It Go."
0: There, there is one. It was the one of the first songs, uh, "Into the Unknown." Yeah, but you really don't
1: yeah. hear people singing it that often. Oh yeah, like I do. You did with "Let It Go." I
0: do. That's different. That, yeah. That's well, I went to Disney and that's what they were singing, like all the kids that were in line and stuff um and we ha- we have a family group chat and that's what they talk about all the time yeah <laughs> disney, disney
1: <laughs> families yeah all right anton uh is that it wait well so what would you rate frozen two
0: uh frozen i i give it a four out of ten okay yeah, so it's that's, decent that's, it's good but i mean it's that's still higher seven. than i expected yeah all right anton if people don't want us to let this go how can they help They can help by going to our website at www.2oc.com and uh, maybe buy something from our store, uh, a sticker, hat that you're wearing, uh, or a t-shirt. And if there was something that we talked about on the show uh, that was on our uh, Twitter, Instagram, or whatever, uh, it'll probably take them to the Amazon page and it'll give us a little kickback when something is purchased.
1: Yep, uh, I'll probably post up the link to Robert Iger's uh, memoirs, The Right of a Lifetime, on Twitter, so go ahead and check out for that. Click mm-hmm. the link. Um, it's a really nice book. It's a good, good, good uh, hardcover, nice picture. Uh, I will say, it was a little bit hard for me to find because I'm so used to him being called Bob Iger, not Robert. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can follow us on social media, at the 20 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can send us an email to mail at the 20C.com. Uh, don't forget, there's a five star thumbs up, uh, whatever podcast app, you're li- podcast app catcher app that you're listening to us on one of these days until I'll get
0: that right. Cool. Um, And also this week, uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30 day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash the TOC. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle or any other MP3 player. I finally finished Robert Galbraith's latest book, which is Lethal White. I think it's the fourth one on the series. Mm -hmm. And man, it is such a big roller coaster ride. Uh, It was a big build-up at the very beginning of the book, but then the ending part was such a crazy uh, ride. Talking about ride, uh, we also talked about Ride of a Lifetime. That's also Mm -hmm. on Audible. So highly recommend that one too.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to see who narrates it. Uh uh Bob Iger, he has some of the narration in there too. I don't know if he just does the forward or something, but he's uh it's narrated by him.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh Jim Frangioni. Frangioni. Yeah.
1: He probably does like the bulk of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, definitely check those out. All right, Anton. Uh anything else we're missing here?
0: Nope. I think that's it.
1: Alright, guys. From the 20C, happy holidays. I'm Al happy Flores. Holidays. I'm Anton Duong Have a good one, guys. See you. Happy holidays.